think for many years, like anyone in business, you're sort of floating along doing what you think you need to do. And I felt I needed to mimic a lot of my um, competitors and what they were doing to, to be successful. And then interestingly, I started to follow what was right for my values and choose to work with clients that are aligned to my values as opposed to chasing work for the sake of chasing work, which I think as business people, we feel prone to do because you're worried about the figures and you've got to bring the money in. And But once I did that, you sort of get in touch with your own purpose. And so you're able to deliver better than what you would normally. It's just so powerful. Welcome to episode 147 of Be The Drop, a weekly interview podcast sharing stories from people who inspire and motivate others to help you learn how to tell your story. I'm Amelia Veal, Director at Narrative Marketing and firm believer in the superpower of storytelling. The pressure to maintain the status quo and deliver on pre-existing market expectations is felt by many small businesses. There is serious financial risk associated with forging a new way of doing business. And whilst disruption is fast becoming a popular buzzword, the reality of potentially alienating customers through disruptive business practice can be daunting. Avanti Care is an excellent example of forging a new path and leading by example. Lydia Consi, the Managing Director of Avanti Care, is focused on creating a movement within aged healthcare to help elderly people lead more independent, healthy and fulfilling lives. In today's episode of Be The Drop, Lydia shares how trusting herself has improved her business and also helped her to win the SA Small Business Telstra Business Women's Award. By embracing her purpose in her approach to client and business relationships, Lydia has opened herself to a range of previously inconceivable successes. This is Lydia's version of Be The Drop. Are you considering starting your own podcast? At Narrative Marketing, we deliver a full range of podcast production options. Or if you'd like help getting started to produce your own content, I also deliver podcast training programs. Hit the link in the show notes for more. Lydia, thank you so much for joining me on our next episode of Be The Drop. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And you've got your item of significance here with you, and it's something you wear every day, and that's important to you, and it gives us a little bit of context about your journey and what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. So this is my, um, it's actually my mother's friendship ring given to her by my father many, many decades ago. And why it's important to me is I lost my mum three years ago, and, and it was a ring that I used to, even in my 20s, I always just loved it and wanted to wear it, and my mother used to say, one day that'll be yours. And, and I wear it every day as my connection to her. She's been such a big part of my journey, um, obviously throughout my life, but particularly in the last few years since her passing, it's been a big catalyst to things that have happened in my life. So I run a business, an allied health business in the aged care sector. And I think for many years, like anyone in business, you're sort of floating along doing what you think you need to do and trying to be the person everyone tells you you need to be. And I felt I needed to mimic a lot of my um, competitors and what they were doing to, to be successful successful but felt quite stale and stagnant. Um, I'd reached out to a business mentor. This was probably a good sort of four years ago, four and a half years ago, who I worked with who came from the corporate sector and just 
for a good 18 months that I was working with her, or probably actually closer to two years, it just I just never felt right. And then interestingly, around the time mum passed away, which was in 2016 in March, I felt for the first time really, to be honest, in my whole life, I felt alone, even though I have a massive family, really well supported by everybody. I felt really quite um, like for the first time, I didn't have that person who was there supporting me. So it just forces you to start reevaluating what you do. And I guess from that, I, I accepted that there are some things in life you can't control. And I think when you accept that and when you surrender, and surrender is such a powerful thing, when you do surrender, you start to realize that things come to you that are meant to meant to be there for you and you can embrace different ways of doing things. And it, the power is huge in, in, just, in just accepting things for what they are. And um, I can honestly say that doors literally slammed open from then on and continue to do so. And I think it's because I'm finally following my instinct. Um, I then uh, met with someone who was a business mentor and very aligned to my values. I started to understand that I could just be me and that's okay. What a brilliant story and what wonderful outcomes. So really for you, that biggest thing is, you know, and I love that, you know, surrendering and and then aligning yourself with your values to do business a different way. So how has that manifested itself in your business? So I guess once I started working with this um, mentor, Sandy is her name, and um, she's been um, really instrumental in helping me realize that I just needed to be me. I started to follow what was right for my values and and choose to work with clients that are aligned to my values as opposed to chasing work for the sake of chasing work, which I think as business people, we we feel prone to do because you're worried about the figures and you've got to bring the money in. And and it's quite scary to say no to work or even let go of work that's bringing revenue into your business. But once I did that um, and realized that it was actually those sort of bad business relationships that were holding me back, you sort of get in touch with your own purpose and purpose is so important. Um, and so you're able to deliver better than what you would normally. It's just so powerful. Mm. Just to be you, it, you know, it can be a statement that's so undervalued. Absolutely. You know, but what you're talking about, you know, and then as you say, saying no to business or mm. letting go of businesses yeah. that has bad business relationships, that's that's a big, you know, scary it thing. It is scary and it was scary. <laughs> but, but I think at that point um, I realised that I had lost something that was so valuable to me anyway that how much scarier could it get? Now I find the people I bring into the business. So it's changed the culture as of the business as well, because I've started to focus on, you know, what are we as an organization? Um, and, and, and for me, it's so important to have the staff working with me that work with me to be happy and to have purpose in their life. So, so, you know, the platform that we as an organization deliver to the aged care communities around purpose, but equally, I feel lately, like I'm really embracing that own philosophy within my own business so that my staff feel purpose in what they're doing in their own work roles. And so you get a really happy, great culture and you you start to ensure that who comes into your organization works with you is someone who's aligned to you. So for me at the moment, it's everything has to align or I just, if it feels wrong, I won't do it. Mm, so it has been a huge yeah. catalyst for change. Yeah. And I love that, that it's permeating through the culture of your business yeah. and, it, you know, and making a difference for this, for your staff as Absolutely. well. And this approach for you has really paid off. And recently you were recognized and awarded as the South Australian winner of the Telstra Business Women's Award. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. And congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'd love to know more about, you know, and is this part of that journey that you're on? Well, um, interestingly, 
I'm not the sort of person who will naturally just, you know, put myself out for an award. It's just not the way I roll. But I was nominated by someone who actually had only just recently met me um, and she felt quite connected to what we were trying to do as a business and to, and to my message. And she said, no, I, I, I know that this is, you're what they're looking for. And she talked about the fact that the awards are very much around disrupting um, the businesses that you're in. And so I just kind of sort of yeah, played it down and thought, oh, okay. And then next thing you know, I see the nomination come through and I felt at that point a sense of a little bit of a sense of responsibility in that, okay, well, I guess now she's put the effort in, I should do this. The application process is massive. It's huge. There's like 40 plus questions you have to go through and you have to absolutely unpack every part of your business. And But it was wonderful because at the end of it, I remember feeling a sense of irrespective of what the outcome is. I know that I've really learned a lot about myself and about the business and it kind of really validated who I want to be. I think I was already on that path, but it just, it for me, it was very much, okay, it reassured me, you're doing the right thing. This is where you need to be. And it felt really good. And then of course, when I heard my name announced, um, I think I went numb for about 30 seconds because I tried to register if it was actually me. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it was pretty overwhelming. Um, but Interestingly, the re- response I had to that was not one of, I was very excited, but it was one of um, a real sense of within about 30 seconds of having my name announced, I felt my feet grounded and become really firmly grounded in the ground. And this sense of responsibility came over me of like, wow, I've been given this platform. I have to use this now in the right way. So that's kind of where it's taken me. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, you said you feel a sense of responsibility to use that platform. What sort of opportunities has it opened for you? Well, so far, I mean, it's only just sort of happened, but um, the opportunities are number one, I've just met amazing people. So obviously uh, having one at the South Australian level, you went on to become a national finalist and went to Sydney and had a three-day experience there um, mixing with the other category winners and, and the judges who who in their own right are business people in the stratosphere. So it was a pretty awesome experience. So I, I learned a lot. There was a, a lot of personal growth. I've been asked um, to be on the board of an aged care facility and that's great because that gives me now an opportunity to work at a governance level and see how what I'm doing impacts at that level. I've been asked to speak at conferences um, now and and I'm really excited about that because it's something I wanted to do anyway because I'm very much about trying to inspire others and promote that message. And I guess for me, the surprising part of it was people now wanting to know who I am as a leader and how I can inspire others for for good leadership and for authentic leadership. And that was not something I expected. Mm, so, I mean, tremendous outcomes from surrendering yourself yes. <laughs> and just em- embracing your fear. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so what sort of tips would you give for women considering entering those awards? Oh, look, I think you've just got to give it a go, uh, you know, and, and be realistic about your reasoning behind it. I think if you, I think you, you gain more from it, whether you win or not, um, you really gain a sense of um, a reflection on your business, what you're doing. It really helps you to find your true purpose in what you're doing in the business sector. As business people, we get busy and we don't often take the time to really reflect on our journey and what we're doing within the business. And are we achieving, um, you know, the purpose and the reason we, we started out in this for? Mm, yeah, absolutely. And you get caught in the business of doing business. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things you mentioned that they were, you know, they are interested in the Telstra Business Awards is disrupting industry and mm. doing things differently. Mm. You know, how have you done that? The, the space that I work in our industry, the aged care industry, is, is quite a, um, a political <laughs> space right now. And it's a very over-regulated, very rigid industry. So there's not a lot of scope for flexibility and there's not, um, you know, as we know from all things we're seeing in the media and the Royal Commission, it's a very broken system. 
I think for me, the way in which I feel I'm disrupting the space is I haven't accepted the status quo. I've actually tried to look outside of that and say, well, what is it we really need when we age and how can we do this better? And how can I make what I know is right, map that onto the existing framework? Because that's the biggest issue. We are constrained by the boundaries that are put in place, but that doesn't mean we can't, we have to conform to them in that way. It doesn't mean we can't, you know, be a little creative and flexible in the way we deliver services within those parameters. So we've mapped um, what we do in our programs and our model onto the current funding model, which is the, the clincher here, because that's very different to what's being done out there right now. And I'm very excited by it because we're getting outcomes with our clients and we're still compliant. And that's one of the biggest drivers in the sector is compliance, sadly, but it is. Um, so we're, we're ticking the box of compliance, but we're delivering things for positive outcomes for our clients. And that is the disruption that's going on. And I think, to be honest, if we keep achieving and piloting programs and doing well with that others will start to follow and that's how change happens Mm. and you're very passionate about creating a a change a movement of change and 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 helping people age with purpose yeah how do you communicate that you you know you've you've given an example of leading you know leading by example doing things differently yeah but how do you communicate that because it is a big education piece absolutely you know so how are you spreading that message on many different levels Amelia so um I have to sort of look at everything from within the organization right out um so within our own staff I just I lead by example um I I inject a lot of energy into my business um probably too much energy, some would say, but a lot of energy. And and I demonstrate what is possible. And as I said, I've built a strong culture so that I have a team of people who actually believe in the vision. So then it starts to sort of spread from there. I also, um, you know, through speaking engagements, conferences and, and workshops, I'm trying to push this message all the time. I want to be involved in, in as many opportunities to do that. Um, I've tried also to put a submission through to the Royal Commission to, to show what can be done. And I'm hoping on that level, and whether it's successful in this occasion or whether it's in future sort of um, situations at a, at a department level, I would like to be able to lobby for change at that government level. Um, and I think that'll come in the future as well. Um, we've also just recorded a, a podcast um, with yourself, Amelia, um, through Narrative Marketing um, that really looks at some of the interesting ideas we're trying to um, share with the community. So I'm just trying to push that message in me- at many different levels so it starts to filter out and people can then embrace that and, and pass that on. And I think that's how you create change. Mm, and I love you really talking about that ripple effect and, yeah. and, and building people who Absolutely. share that vision, which yeah. for me, I mean, Be The Drop is about a waterfall begins with one yes. drop and look what comes from there. So yeah. it really is about that collaborative you know you've got that vision yep. so for me you definitely you embody be the drop yeah and you're sharing that and yes. helping build that capacity yeah and as you say you know there's mul- multiple levels in lobbying at government speaking yep. within community yeah. you know multiple different I mean I'd like to at some point it hasn't happened yet but one of my thoughts is to even um, eventually get sort of media on board it's really hard at the moment we've tried working through a PR company to get the positive message through but um, you're dealing with the media who often would rather take the negative story over the positive, and that's quite sad. So I think when we when we have something that we can really take to them that, that they will find of interest enough that they want to promote it, I'd like to hope to utilise media to that advantage as well. Mm. Isn't that a sad, sad state of affairs? The the mm. news is more interested in the negative. Oh, yeah. And yet the community is we, we want good news. Absolutely. And, you know, and they're not given the opportunity to – to hear that. Um, And so I think that's where we uh, have a little bit of a better opportunity through social media and through other channels to spread that message. Um, It's obviously not got quite the widespread, um, you know, 
catchment that you have through say the news and whatnot but I think we, we try through those channels and people have the opportunity then to get a bit more yeah mm. and yeah. and podcasting is more and more you know it's and it's great that you're getting involved in that platform yeah. because that's more and more becoming like mm. a media outlet really absolutely. absolutely you know because people can on demand curate that content yeah and then they can choose what they want to listen to rather than being told um the version that someone else believes in mm. yeah yeah absolutely well thank you so much for joining me thank Lydia you. and in conclusion though can you share with us Lydia's be the drop tip? So that's your top tip for being a communicator that can motivate and inspire others to take action. I think my top tip is look into yourself, find what your true purpose is and allow yourself to be vulnerable and the courage comes from that and then just lead with your heart in everything you do, work, family, everything in life because you find so much joy in that. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that.